welcome to a raw perspective, a fresh point of view. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. Thank you again for listening to another pandemic version of a raw perspective. Shout out to all my subscribers that have been subscribing to my page. I appreciate every single one of you from the bottom of my heart because you have been funding this movement that has literally been my personal journal as I have dealt with the grief and the passing of my father. So I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for listening, for supporting, giving your kind words to me as I speak in week in and week out to do these podcasts for for me and you get to hear a little bit about my story and my life if you haven't done so already you can do one thing for me if you haven't already subscribed you can go to www.facebook.com slash a raw perspective that is a raw perspective you can also follow me on instagram at instagram.com slash a raw perspective um, welcoming all the new subscribers listeners to this i usually have topics that i talk about last week was considered random talk because there wasn't a topic that i was highly strong on or fully convicted in speaking and i have came to that same funk again but rest assured next week i will have something to talk about it will be the fate of the united states talking about the upcoming presidential election and that will be topic of choice i'll be help navigating the those waters especially for the American listeners, which I believe is a vast majority of, of you all, and utilizing different resources for you to make an educated decision on who to vote for. But today is another random talk that will just come and happen organically. What the random talks consist of is what's really transpiring within my mind and me articulating my thoughts about what is transpiring within in my life. So those are the things that I have to navigate time and time again. So with random talk that's going on, thing that's going on in my mind is when are we going to get off punishment? I am seeing a lot of Individuals from various other countries being able to join mass society of traveling and enjoying themselves a lot frequently than we are because other countries actually got their shit together and literally followed the directions from the NHS. Um, which I believe is like the National Health Services. I'm not sure about the full acronym, but I believe that's what it is. Instead of the Center of Disease Control, CDC, which is in Atlanta, Georgia, which is why we had the popular 
TV show, popular comic book, The Walking Dead, that <laughs> transpired from the CDC. It's, it's happened in, like, Atlanta. It's where the massive outbreak took place. Uh, for those that know about that series. And I think I might have Wonderlust or just being tired of being cooped up in the same house for the past few months. It's, it's definitely taken a, a mental toll on me. And living with, with your mom, especially being 30 years old, so I I had stopped living in, in Chicago in, in April and I moved back with my mother to save money and help her out because she's currently out of work due to the pandemic because she works in the beauty industry and trying to navigate that space of being 30 year old man and trying to navigate that space with my mom still thinking that I am you know a child but I'm not a child but in her eyes I will always be a child I, I don't have children of my own so I don't know the feeling of Watching a child grow up and always thinking of them as a child. So navigating those spaces has been a really interesting and challenging area. I still love my mother from there. But there are some things that we bad heads on. And that, that happens and, and every single thing. But I, you know, I just want to state that I do love and appreciate my mom. So those are the things that, I, that I'm dealing with and enduring. Uh... Yeah, moving out to the suburbs is, is not fun when it's just you out here. Especially when most of your clientele live in the city and they they have the means. I mean, I have the means to, to live in the city if I wanted to. And I have that privilege to say that I'm very fortunate to still be employed at this time. I'm very grateful for, for the position that I have uh, to to experience that but I mean I'm thinking forward in regards of what I, I want to do I've, I've told people time and time again I'm aspiring to move into another country that other country is north of the border to Canada so I am in the process of getting my stuff in order so that I can make that move hopefully within the next calendar year if the pandemic will let us do so uh, regardless I'm still in that process so navigating those spaces and seeing what are the necessary things to do in order to immigrate to another country uh, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying oh I'm gonna move to another country too and I hope individuals know that it takes time it takes resources it takes learning policies and procedures of the different country that you're trying to move to and then there's no guarantee that everything will come up roses there is a a, a risk reward dichotomy and and making a jump for me making that jump if granted the opportunity is i am leaving my immediate family behind in United States. I'm leaving my friend group behind in the United States. I mean, I know a couple people up there. However, it's not going to be the 
like a super duper easy transition. I mean, I hope it's going to be a smooth transition, but being able to experience new friend groups, uh, experiencing different culture, well, not, I mean, Canadian culture, sure, as far as words, uh, switching different metric systems from Fahrenheit to Celsius, from reading miles per hour to kilometers per hour, just those little nuances, even the way that we spell things grammatically, those are going to be little challenges that I will have to overcome. And I've said this time and time and in time before, the reason why I do want to move is for a better quality of life. Because 30 years as a black man in the United States of America has not been ideal for me. And I'm not saying that Canada is perfect. I've spoken with numerous individuals up there saying, yeah, there's still racism. There's still oppression, systematic oppression. There's still challenges that black folks deal with up there. However, it's not to the same capacity as the United States of America where it's just so damn blatant and I just I've come into the mindset I'm just tired of that shit and I'm I'm grateful that I had parents to instill in me that my world was not just my five block radius of where I live there's a whole bunch of things to experience and that comes from a sense of privilege and I'm not stating that like, I, I didn't in, inherit this, you know, privilege is something unwanted, unearned, often invisible. You don't know you have privilege until you state that you have privilege. And I know that a lot of these things that I've, I've been grateful to have can be taken away just like that. And I'm not saying I am better than anyone in any means. I'm not because... I wish other people could have the same advantages that I do. And that's why I went into to higher education, in, particularly in student affairs. Because in the field of academia, you, you start with your foundational pieces of, of your K-12 through education, right? And you, you go through the different phases in life and the different challenges that you have. And then you go to a university and... Now you are in the same predicament with other individuals that might have more privileges or less privileges than you are. And you come together to try and figure out how you are going to accomplish the goal of graduating from an institution. Granted, there are many different barriers along the way that you know, would deter students that come from less privileged backgrounds whether that be navigating spaces, particularly at predominantly white institutions, uh, financial implications because American higher education system is ridiculous in ways that they overcharge for a service. I, I, I get that that service includes me as uh, support staff in order to help students because it does take time and, and energy to help students on their way in their pursuit to graduate. However, I feel like there's astronomical amounts of funds. It's just like, my goodness, tuition is just ridiculous. And so I, I can feel and feel for the students. It's it's, it's definitely a challenge to navigate the institution of higher learning and coming 
together as first-generation college students. I've seen numerous first-generation college students, and I've seen numerous ones succeed, and then I've seen others that have struggled, and I hate when students struggle uh, because it's like, what else can I do in order to give my time and energy for them to be successful, especially if it's a person that looks similar to me? We might not have the same background, but if, if you're, you're a black person and you are trying to do better for the greater good for you, your family, I am there to support you in any way that I can. As Issa Rae says, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Um, that that what, whatever intersectionality that, that you consist of, if you are consider yourself a black individual, black person, I'm there and advocating for your success. I'm advocating for everyone's student success, but I have more stock in in helping people that look like me because it, it was individuals that look like me that, that helped me through my pursuit of higher education. And I've always wanted to be a person that, that gave back. So that's, that's the higher education spiel. But going back to Canada, uh, being able to move I, I, I might not have a job moving there. That's 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 scary thing, right? Or a, a temporary job, something that's uh, con, con, contractual, meaning that you're only there for four months and you have four months to prove yourself, or else you're screwed. So these are these are things that I have taken into consideration moving forward. Um, what else is the random talk that I can talk about? The NBA is back. <laughs> the NBA is back. I'm, I'm grateful that the National Basketball Association is back. I realize that no one plays defense anymore. I literally watched the Dallas Mavericks versus Houston Rockets game. Tell me why the score was, what, 153 to 147? 153 to 147, like, or 153-149. That, that was the final score. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Where is the defense shop? Literally, where is the freaking defense? It, you, you know, you know. It's I don't know, but I'm I'm happy that that the NBA is back in in some form of capacity. Uh, we'll see who wins the championship. I personally don't have, don't care. I just want to see quality basketball, which is what we're getting, and. Hopefully they are staying safe during the pandemic. Speaking of this pandemic, there's there's so many things that have gone wrong um, within this country. It's just it's frustrating, man. I mean, the implications of people just don't care. And yeah, I've I've, I've spoken with individuals that said, what if there's a medical condition that that have them restrict them from wearing a mask yes uh, that is that is a small population but i've seen numerous populations of individuals that just don't flat out care that this is going on that's what's transpiring and it's really really hard to just fathom that over 150,000 americans have have perished in a matter of mere months from this virus, it's, it's quite sad. You know, these are 150,000 people's lives that have been decimated. 
the GDP of this quarter was the lowest ever since the inception of the United States of America. This unemployment rate is they've filed 1.5 million people have filed for unemployment this week. It's this is this is bad, and you would have thought that. This administration, if, if this current administration would have done this pandemic correctly, they would have probably been reelected. As much as I hate saying that, they probably would have been reelected uh, during this time. But they haven't done what they have supposed to do. And that is a personal vendetta. I don't know what 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 the cause is but we are totally isolated totally alone if i looked at some instagram photos of where the u.s passport was relevant and it stated that only mexico is allowing united states citizens into their country while everybody else is like haha no um Quite sad. Um, Quite sad indeed. And this is where we are. I mean, on a positive note, they are making strides towards the vaccine. And I see the vaccine going into implementation. I would like to say, um, I want to say summer of next year is when they'll start having full batches of vaccinations for individuals to take and we can hopefully start a new normal life. But we don't know what effects this virus has conducted on people, especially those that have recovered. We don't have a sample size. We don't know if they fully recovered. We, we, we don't know. These are the things that are unknown at this time, but 2020 has been a a trying year, a real trying year. Um, yeah, really, really trying. And we just navigating our space. Time and time again. I don't know, man. Uh, I just, I've, I've, I've had my time where I'm, I'm, I'm doing workouts on YouTube. Doing my workouts. I recommend HashFit is it's called Heart and Soul Fit on YouTube. And I had done that every morning and then, well, that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday with my resistant bands. Tuesday and Thursdays consist of jump ropes. So I'm, I'm jumping rope and I, I have seen myself get slimmer uh, from doing these, these jump ropes. But yeah, being cooped up in a house is not... Ideal. I can't. This yeah, it's so dumb being being cooped up in a house. Personally, hate it, but this is where we are in order to keep safe. Uh, Video games don't don't hit right anymore. 
told you I was playing the Ghost of Tsushima. I probably will play that again. Just have to get in the mindset uh, to play that game time and time again. Uh, it's man, it's been it's been rough in the midst of a pandemic. Still grieving. Uh, Mom's still grieving. I'm still grieving. My grief is a little bit different than my mother's. Uh, like I, I, I miss my father. I, I miss, I miss him a lot. I never thought I would miss an individual like him so much, but here we are, and I, I am in that space dealing with that. What I probably will do is I'll probably watch the Beyonce. Um, Blackest King, see how that that transcribes. I will continue to do these podcasts time and time again. I, I thank you all for listening as I just continue to endure what what is transpiring. Um, I, I do like communication and I, I know I'm not the person to reach out a lot that's that's never been me to reach out but if you do reach out to me I will respond that's I don't know that's just how I've been because maybe because when I was younger I used to reach out and I would always get rejected and people would always be busy or there was an excuse for that so that's always I'm trying to unlearn that baggage as time goes on and I understand that people are busy. I, I get that. So just trying to branch out, reach out. And that's what I'm trying to do. Like trying to do these things in order to reach out again. But I'm trying to, you know, do these podcasts. You know, the challenges that I deal with. Um, day in, day out. You know, living at home with my mom and the dog. Sometimes they'll bark and I have to redo my podcast because you'll hear barking or you'll hear the door chime and those are things that I have no control over but hey I, I'm doing this this is random talk this is this is what I'm randomly talking about um, but your boy's gonna be okay uh, he is currently you know gonna be playing this ghost of Tsushima I guess and doing things necessary for me to move hopefully in the next calendar year hopefully uh i'm gonna speak that into this existence despite the pandemic things are gonna work out they always do and i have hope that we will be able to go on vacation again because i'm definitely in need of one i don't know where i'm gonna go but i'm gonna go on vacation I'm going to chill. I am going to continue to live my life. And I am grateful to be 30 years of age. I am hoping that I have like 65 more years of, of this planet. Granted, if we're here on this planet. <laughs> uh, I, I aspire to be uh, married. You know, married to my spouse. Uh, hopefully spouse and I can have children and 
now they come into the world physically, mentally, emotionally stable and healthy. Those are things that I, I try to speak into existence because, you know, the world is cruel. The world is real cruel. And I just want to make sure that if I am bringing life into this world or helping bring life into this world, that at least helping lessen some of the challenges that I had to endure and, you know, just trying to make it better for them. With that being said, this is A Raw Perspective. My name is Richard Anthony Wallace. Tune in next week for the fate of the United States of America. Peace. Peace.